So we're up to Nesiv Shalom, the second Maimer on Purim, Ois Gimel. Now we can get to the point. What is the tafkid on Purim? And this is already, I think, very important words because we have to always remember that before we go into any kind of situation, there's a tafkid, there's a purpose. Most people are Shemitari Mitzvahs their whole life and they go through many Yemtaivim, many Shabbasim, many Zmanim, but they don't know what their purpose is, so they leave exactly the same way that they came in. And he's saying that we need to know what the tafkid is. A Jew's purpose and goal on Purim. That's what it is. The main, main avoida, it's a lot of work, is to entrench inside you, to ingrain inside of you the midah of bitachin. Complete security in Hashem, that Hashem is my God, not just that Hashem is my God when I'm good, but that Hashem is my God even if I'm bad. And the challenge to do that is, by the worst that we are, if we go through a bad time, so then we think Hashem is not anymore Kaili. So if He's not Kaili, then I can't daven well and I can't enjoy Yiddishkeit well. And that's really the Yitzhahara. And the purpose of Purim is that to understand that no matter how bad I am, Hashem is Kaili. Just like Avram Avinu went through ten life challenges, right, his, his, his life comprised of different nisyonis, different situations that he went through, so too, he says, the Ma'ari Naim says, every Jew goes through ten challenges. It's not like a challenge, uh, the one-minute challenge. It's like life challenges. Sometimes a challenge can take years and takes a long time. So every Yid goes through ten different type of life challenges. But the main challenge is in the Midah of Betachin. This is one of the Yisaitis of Amuna that a Yid has to believe that we are like children by our father, and Hashem will have Rahmanis on us, like a father has Rahmanis on his child. He explains this many different times, many different places, that when Hashem said, this was revelation, national revelation. He actually revealed himself to the entire world. Until then, for thousands of years, nobody knew who was running the show. All of a sudden, he takes the Yidin out of Mitzrayim, he gathers these people... Right, a small fraction of the world population. He gathers them around the mountain and he speaks to them. He turns on the mic. Testing one, two. And he has to say something. So what does he say? Anoichi Hashem. Hashem is Yudke Vavke, which means creator. Mahava. Mahava the Briar. I am the one who created everything. You want to know who created the cows, the grass, the sun, the moon, everything? It's me. But then he adds another word. Eleikecha. You are God. Anoichi Hashem, I created everybody. So everybody has the same yichus to me. Everybody has the same relationship with me. The Jew, the non-Jew, the frog, the tree. Everybody is created by me. But Elekecha was something that he told the people around the mountain. I am Elekim Shelcha. You are the Ama Nivchar and Keben Eitzel Aviv. Vizu Amadrega Hagavoyu B'Yoyse Shigia Yisrael 
So, we have to understand. A big tzaddik doesn't really have an assayan to believe that in any matziv, Hashem is still my God. Because He's always good. And therefore, he has a lot of different nisyanis, and he has a lot of different challenges. And it says that the difference between one tzaddik and another tzaddik is in their emunah, because you could be 100%, but you're still not like the previous generations 100%, otherwise every tzaddik would be the same. You could be a biggest tzaddik, but still, in the tzaddikim, there's different levels, unlimited amounts of levels of emunah and Hashem. And that separates one tzaddik for another. But no tzaddik can work on himself to feel that even if I'm dirty, rotten, horrible sinner, to believe Zekeli applies to me. That's not the avoida that they have. That's the avoida of regular people or other kind of people that are really struggling, and they do have errors, and that they are tempted to believe that Hashem is not interested in me anymore. That's really the, the, maybe the Nisayan of our generation, where we know that we have so many Nisayan is different than the previous generations. It used to be that we were very, very close to Hashem, and we were very battered from different types of Nisayan, from the Goyim and from life in general. Now we have like a reverse, where everything around us is cushy, and the, the Goyim are, you know, treat us, we have complete freedom. And over here we have like a different type of situation. We have so many nisyanis going on that our grandparents and great-grandparents for generations and generations never had such nisyanis, for sure. So it's a different revelation. It's a different Kiddush Hashem that comes out of somebody that taka falls and falls and falls and falls. And he says, but I still believe. Not the belief that Hashem exists. I still believe that when Hashem said that I love you no matter what, that it's true. That's working on Emunah also. Just like the big tzaddik works on emuna in his level, the biggest rasha works on emuna on his level. And it's like a very, very difficult thing to work on because you want to say no. Hashem only is interested in, in the tzaddikim. But on this chalik of emuna is a very important chalik to work on. That Hashem said, I'm like your father no matter what you do. And therefore, when a person falls, he has an opportunity to bring out that aspect of his emuna. To believe that Hashem said, and he means it. And he's mamish like a father, like a son. That's unlimited, never ends. The Rahman is the love, the connection never ends. And that he said, And all of the other Midrashim that show that he's always there. So the, the, the person who's excelling in Yiddishkeit doesn't really have the opportunity to bring out that aspect of Kvayt Shemayim. Davka in this part, it starts off Hester Hastir Hastir Pirish Hester Kafel a double. It doesn't say Anoichi Hastir Ponim Hastir Ponim Bayamahu Hastir Hastir is a double lashon. It's a Hester Kafel Shuhu Hastir Akasha Bayaiser Kol Oid Zerak Hester Yachid. Hester shall tsaris rabbis verois. Achle nister mehem kiris Hashem is verachle ama Yisrael. Yesh bechoycham shall Yisrael lamid bezeh. If a person feels close to Hashem, but he goes through tsaris tremendous pain and agony, that's one Hester. He knows that he's going through tremendous pain, and it's taka. You feel mamish like it's hard to believe in Hashem, and you have a, you have a Hester, and you have a, a challenge to believing that Hashem is good. But that's one Hester. And you could stand, we could withstand that because we feel that we know that Hashem is close to us. 
Yesh bekaychesh Yehudi lasa is bechala astarim kol oid who magishes atzmei karav lashem isbarach. Oid can go through. He says all of the darkness, all of the hester ponim. You can go through a Holocaust. There's so many famous stories. The Gerach see them especially. There were stories that they were dancing into the gas chambers. Because if you feel that Hashem is holding your hand, you mamish feel karv, you feel like you're a tzaddik, you feel connected, and you're not letting Hashem down, and there's no distance in your relationship. So, yesh b'koycha she'yehudi lasis b'chala astarim. That's, that's, you can, a person, you can handle anything. What is the most difficult challenge, the most difficult hester, the most difficult darkness, who kashi yehudi margish is atzmei b'matziv? But there's a much more difficult thing when a person feels that Hashem does not care about me anymore. He's not concerned about me. He's worried about the Rebchaim Kanievsky. He's worried about the Tzadikim. He's not worried about a guy like me. I'm a screw up. I'm a loser. And that is a Hester Ponim where I feel, I feel distanced between me and Hashem, and that's something that we really can't tolerate. Kizeh Hester, over b'miyuchad, kazeh Hester, as such a Hester, over b'miyuchad, al Esther Amalka. We saw this especially by Esther Amalka. She had to go ahead and stand in a, in a sign, not of one Hester, of a double Hester. The Gemara says, how do we know Esther from the Torah? How do we see in, in the Torah that the concept of Esther, Hester, a double Lashen, that was Esther. Esther was a double Lashen of Hester. It seemed like it was hopeless. It wasn't Stam, a person who feels that there's hope, but it looks really bad on earth. It was, it was hopeless. It wasn't just that, that somebody here was against me, but it wasn't just like a doctor saying that you have to give up hope, but you still have Hashem. Hashem said there's no hope. What could be worse than that? It was already signed and sealed that Hashem said, to be lost very interesting because kasher avadati avadati is a double lotion one avadati for each hester ponim there's an avadati on, 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 on how things will pan out for me in the Gashmi sticker world that maybe a person will go through something bad and he'll lose whatever but there's another avadati the avadati of close the doors I'm going to be lost. Not that I'm going to lose my money, or I'm going to lose my life, or I'm going to lose whatever it is. I'm also going to lose my, my Hashem. And that is Kamishlechus Lagamri. This is the most difficult, most difficult Nesayin for Yid. That it seems from all sides, it seems as if he's he's fatriben, he's fatraben, he's pushed away, he's separated, divorced from Hashem, and Hashem's like, I'm not even interested in you anymore. I'm not interested in you. What happens to you? I'm not interested in your Torah. I'm not interested in your mitzvahs. I'm not interested in your Shabbos. Just get out of here already. You're a loser. When a person feels that way, then that is the nesayin akasha b'yaser. But it's still a nesayin. There's a test. There's a tafkid. And he's going to explain to us what our tafkid is that people end up in that situation and you could achieve more than in any other situation. When she went into the church, 
The Shekhinah went away from her. Amra, she cried out, Keli, Keli, Lama, Zavtani, Pirish. Shalim, Rais, Kala, Esther. In spite of all the Hester upon him, Keli, Atta, Ben, Yonam, Agashim, Keli, Atta, Ben, Yonam, Agashim. She's saying, even though it's so messed up, my life is so messed up, but it's Kaylee, Kaylee, you're still my Kaylee in Yanim Gashmim, you're still my Kaylee in Yanim Ruchnim, and don't leave me. It's called Klal Yisrael. L'chayr Mardachai is, is, is really hard to understand. He knew that this guy is a madman. This Haman guy, like Hitler, Yemach Shemai. He's nuts in the head. So why anger him? Why go ahead and, and, and make, make, put the whole Klal Yisrael in Sakana by not bowing to him? He's a Meshuggah, bow to him. It's Sakana Snafashis. You got to just bow to him. And, and he's so cool and chilled about the whole story. It's true, he cried out. He cried about the Gzera. But he knew that we're going to be saved and he knew that I am not going to bow and, in order to be saved. He, he just knew what, what is in my power to do, I'll do, which is to cry out to Hashem, Sakva Efer, right? That's fine. But bow down to Haman? Never. Um, worry that we're not going to get out of this? Never. So what's Pshat? Pshat is that he had Shehoyelay Betochen Gomor, Bekesha Shalam Yisrael HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Sheritzani Yisbaruch Lava Yidach Mimenu Nidach, Betomet Bechol HaMatzavim, Yochel Yehudi Lachsa Shuv HaLashem Yisbaruch. He knew, what was his betachin? He knew, bottom line is, that nobody should get pushed away. Hashem did not create the world so we should get pushed away. Not in a general level that as an amanivchar that we should get pushed away and destroyed, and not as a personal level that any person should be created to be so bad that he's mushluch, that he pushed away, thrown away. Never going to happen. No matter what, in any situation, a Jew can always end up returning back to Hashem. Although Yoda has kalachashbainis, he knew all the he really knew everything. He knew Shekla Yisrael B'Shvala Matzav Mo'oid. K'di'isa B'Chazal, like Chazal says, that Kla Yisrael, really we messed up. Shenenu M'sudasu Shalach HaShverish. We went to the Suda V'Chashverish. V'ishtachvu L'Tselem. We bowed down to the Tselem. V'kvar Nechta V'Nechta B'Damas HaMelech HaShe'el HaShiv. And we knew that it was, he knew. He knew everything. He knew what we did. He knew how messed up we are. It wasn't like he thought that we're in base Medrash learning, and meanwhile he wasn't being realistic. He was in denial about where we were. He knew we were in Shtachah And he knew also, on the other hand, that this Gzair was Nechta V'Nechta B'Tamas HaMelech. Asha'ein L'Hashiv, there's no way out. B'chalzais, still, He had clear, clear, Strong, fortified emuna. Sherevach vaatzala yamid lihudim imakim acher. Kiesh al klal Yisrael hashkocha el yoyna leelam mukal hashboynis. Yes. I get it. We're bankrupt. The accountant comes in and he tells you, you're never going to make it. You're going to die. You're going to starve. I, I hear you. I hear you. I understand why you feel that way. But I know that Klal Yisrael has Ashkocha El Yoyna. Hashem is watching us and provides for us in a, in a much, in, in much higher way. We're on a completely different level. We don't work with the natural. We work with the supernatural, the above natural, the altivi. And, and he knew that somehow, that even though the Cheshbon doesn't look good, we're going to get out of this. In Yehudi Rak If every one of us, if every Yid would just believe that, and really we would feel this, then there is no power in the world that can possibly separate you from Hashem. 
That's not what happened in Purim. Even though it was already Nechtav and Nechtav and Even though, even though it was, it was done deal, done deal. They wrote, we're going to, you know, guillotine. Where this guy is Mchuyev Misa. They're going to kill him. They're going to take him out. And there's no way. But still, It happened, right? It was it was Ein Hashiv, and guess what? It was Hashiv. So every yid has to really believe that. And bottom line, what he's saying is, is that if you're holding Hashem's hand, you feel Hashem holding your hand, you're connected to Hashem, then you're a superpower, right? So why do we not feel that we're holding Hashem's hand? Because of Averis. So that's the challenge. But it's not the challenge just to do tshuva, which of course we want to do. But it's a challenge in believing that no matter how far we go away, that Hashem is following us and still holding our hand. That's the challenge. The challenge is in our emunah and betachen to feel that Hashem is with you no matter what sin you did. There is no sin that is more powerful than Hashem. Hashem said, I'm not letting go of you. You think you can force Hashem to do to go against his ratzen? The ratzen of Hashem is that nobody's going to get pushed away and that I'm never going to let go of any Jew. And we think, oh, but I did this Avera, I did that Avera, right? And therefore, Hashem is done with me. It means that my, I'm, I'm more powerful than Hashem. Hashem, super, super power, we can't even understand, says, I'm never letting go of you, but I can, I can cut Hashem, I can cut away. Impossible. And, but, but the Yitzhahara goes ahead, and he puts into our head, oh, that doesn't mean you, you're too bad, you're too bad. And that's an assign. An assign means something that I have to get over. It's like a wall. It's a challenge, right? I have to get past it. Then assign is to believe, no, you idiot, stupid Yetzirah. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. Hashem will never let me go. HaKadosh Baruch Hu Gilo He revealed. Hashem revealed. That when it comes to Klal Yisrael, when it comes to the nation of Yisrael, there's a different Anhaga, which is above and above and above all the Cheshbonus. It's like it's like nuclear. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's, we have an army on one side, but we have an army on the other side, and the army against us is a million times bigger than us. But we have a nuclear bomb. That nuclear bomb is above and above all the cheshbonis. So I can go out and fight 4,000 people. How can one person fight 4,000 people? Because there's something above everything. It's nuclear. And that is emuna bihira shanoichi Hashem alekecha is nitzchias to believe that when Hashem said I am your God that He did not have any conditions He didn't have any conditions and it's nitzchias it's eternal and when you believe in that and again you can cash in on that nuclear power but in order to cash in on nuclear power actually the ones who are the furthest away from Hashem are the ones who actually have stronger emuna bihira in this fact so they actually have more ability to have more nuclear power. From their low matzav than, than, than those of us on a higher matzav. On a higher matzav, we have different jobs to do. But as far as this particular nuclear power of believing that Amuna Bihir is no matter what, that's reserved to the people who are the furthest away. It's not possible. It's the believing that it's impossible that the Kesher between a Jew, any Jew, and Hashem should be disconnected. Completely disconnected. Ulam bishas ma'isa zen nisayin kasher ma'ayid. Yeah, it's very true. I believe it. Yeah, but you know what? It's a nisayin kasher. It's a heart gets in your brain. He tells you, no, 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 no. Actually, I don't know if he's going to bring it in, but uh, he says in a different place in Chelik Aleph and Akdama, he says from the I think the Lechavitcha, 
He says, a person after he does Avera HaChamura B'Yoyser, that's what he calls it, uh, Avera HaChamura B'Yoyser, extra super duper uh, terrible Avera. If he's not ready to be Oymid and to be Mispal to Hashem, then Loidarchu Raglov Almaftanayadus. He has not even walked in the threshold. You didn't get into the doorway of what Yiddishkeit is all about. You're not even in the building. You're not even, you're just so out of understanding everything. So a person goes, he does Avera HaChamura B'Yaisir, whatever that is. Tremendous Avera. And then it's time, he realizes Shkia, and or, or it's getting dark, he's going to miss Mincha. So he thinks to himself, I can't, how can I daven? I just did Avera HaChamura B'Yaisir. He says, really? If you could even think that for a second, that Hashem is not waiting to hear from you, even though now B'Soich Tumasam, then you are out of the building of Yiddishkeit. You didn't even cross through the threshold. Forget about a being Oiska Halton and Oiska Arbit and being tremendous and being amazing. You're not even in the building. You think you could do something that's going to make Hashem not interested in you? That's Kfira. We don't believe in that. So, but B'Sha'as Ma'isa, it's a Nisayin Kashamayit, it's a very big Nisayin, because the Yitzhara says, how could you die with Hashem? You're Tomei, you're bad, Hashem's not interested in you. But it's just an Nisayin. It's just the Yitzhahara. Here you have authentic Torah saying what Hashem wants. And Hashem wants you to be, after Avera Hamur B'Yaisir, to come and daven to Him and do mitzvahs to Him and to realize that the Kesher, Ben Yehudi, La'akadosh Baruch Hu, is not shaykh to be disconnected. That is Gufa the Nisayin. In other words... <laughs> You hear what he's saying? We, we, we know what a Nisayin is. We think the Nisayin is not to do, the sin, not to do a sin. Sometimes the, the Nisayin is not to feel, after you do the sin, to feel mushluch umunutak lagamri, to feel thrown away and separated from Hashem. Sometimes that's the Nisayin. Actually, I saw from the stipler, very interesting, that the stipler in the letters to Rabbi Greenwald, doc, Dr. Greenwald wrote letters to the stipler, and he answered him back. He says that the, there's a concept that people make a big mistake. There's a concept, we all know it, and he said this mamish wrong, and I heard this from Rabbi Reisman Shir, I actually have a copy of it, in his Navi Shir, and it's mamish unbelievable. We all think that a, a Yid does not get an Asayan that he cannot overcome. Okay, we all know that. Well, you have an Asayan, if Hashem gives it to you, you can overcome. Zakta Stipler, not true. In fact, he says it's very damaging that people think it's true. There are some times you have an Asayan that you are going to fall you're gonna fall. And why? Because Hashem has a plan why He wants you to fall. Maybe He has a different mission for you after you fall. Maybe after you fall, you're gonna end up uh, he- uh, feeling more bad for other people who fell. Maybe you're gonna open an organization to help people. Who knows what your, your situation will be? But there are times that Hashem sends you on a mission. You know, like the Chabad Shliach, that He, he, he gets sent to Siberia. It's, it's very cold. You're going to Siberia and you're going to be cold. But there's a mission to accomplish. And as I state from the stipler that sometimes a person, Hashem wants him to fall because there's a mission for him to do from that location. And over here we could see it because sometimes the Nisayin is not the Nisayin that we thought it was. The Nisayin was, I'm going to make him have a Nisayin. He's going to fall. And then I want to give him a test to see, are you going to feel Mushlech Umunutak Legamri? Your life is going to be not what it should be. And I want to know, that's the Nisayin afterwards. How are you going to feel about it? Are you going to feel, oh, I'm sick of this religion. It's so hard. Hashem's not interested in me. I can't daven well. I can't. Or are you going to feel that, no, I have a Muna Bihira, that when Hashem said, Hashem He wasn't just talking to Tzadikim. It's Nitzchiyiz. It's eternal for every Jew, no matter what. And therefore, I could daven with the same Geshmak and Kavana. I feel wanted as much as the biggest Tzadik in the world. B'zegufa Nisayin. 
שנדמלוי שהוא מושלך ומנותק לגמרי. כאשר הגיע עשר לבייס הצלמים. When she got to the church, v'nistalko mimena shechina, zeho yekfar l'achr shekayim, ulechnois is called Yehudim etzumo alai. Wow, what an amazing point. She goes ahead and she says, hang on, before I go to Achashverosh, I need you to do something amazing, never done before in the history of the world. I want you to gather all of Klai Yisrael. We, we, we spoke about the, the Achdos of Klai Yisrael coming together as a superpower. Gather them all together and fast for me. And then she walks in. Boom! She's like, What? It looks like it was all a waste of time. She didn't expect that. She was expecting that when she goes into Achashverosh, it's going to be the Shekhinah with her. And Hashem's going to say, come on, you got it, you did it. The Gans Yisrael fasting and davening for you for three days caused that the Shekhinah stayed with you. All of a sudden she's walking in, Shekhinah, goodbye. What do you think she felt like at that minute? She felt, forget about it. Hashem's not interested. Keli, Keli, Lama Zavtani. Hashem, you, you're leaving me. Why are you leaving me? I just asked the whole Kali soul to Davin that you should stay with me. And, and, and where are you? You're gone? The Ephes Tikva, it's gone. So it's hopeless. At that moment, she had one thing to believe. At that point, she had no choice. She had only, there's only one thing to believe. That it's just, I don't care that Hashem left me, no, no, it's not Shaykh, you can't leave me, you're not going to leave me, it's impossible for you to leave me. What is she saying? Why did you leave me? Is it Shaykh that Hashem should leave me? So when she said, How did you leave me? Let's understand, if Hashem leaves you, you're dead. You don't have any existence in this world. All of your chiyas is from Hashem. So if Hashem disconnects his chiyas from you, you're dead. So how could you really think that Hashem left you? Ella, what is it? I feel like you left me. Of course he didn't leave her. Esther. This is what Esther said, Lama Zavtani. Madua Nidmali Sha'a Zavtani. Shahayu Barullah, she was so certain, Shalay Yutakin Kadavaraza. Umi Akasha Amma Banasain. Vulay is Yasha. Av Bisha Akasha Azishin is talking about Nashina, Niftuhu called Shari Hagula. Shinisgala Sha'inza Elanasain. Vinahavko Kalakzeri Shuvatzala. Look what happened. She says, Hashem, I don't stand. How come I feel like you left me? She comes to the conclusion, no, he didn't leave me. And he's saying, that's what brought the Nisayin. That That's when, when Hashem hit that nuclear missile. That's what made the finger go on the button. Boom, nuclear. The nuclear power to save us in a massive when nothing else could save us was that even though Hashem seems to have left us in Gansin, she believed and we believed that no, it's not true. And that causes tremendous Hatzalah. These are the days of Purim that we celebrate every year and every generation because these days on Iskarim are remembered, but they are v'nasim, they are done. 
They're happening again every year. Every generation. Every generation has its own darkness, its own Hester And every family has its own situations, issues. Hester Panim. Every place has its own problems. The days of Purim, they light up the Nisham of Eid, in every generation of Asar, in every place. That Hashem will never, ever separate Himself, give us up, exchange us for anybody else. That's why we're understanding what the mitzvahs hayyayim have to do with this day of Purim. That's why we say on Purim that we have to do the same thing. Somebody stretches out his hand, you don't say, well, one second, does he really need it? How much does he need? What's his commission? Is it really lying or not? You give him. From that feeling, that's what's going on over here on Purim. That a person goes ahead and he is in a terrible, terrible matzav. You can imagine a person that falls into quicksand and over time he's slowly sinking, sinking. He can't get out of the quicksand. All he has is his hands and the quicksand is going above his neck and over his mouth and over his nose. And he's starting to not be able to breathe, but his hand is up and he's poishit yad, he's pulls up his hand to Hashem, and he says to Hashem, I believe that you are Oviv Harachamon. You are my merciful Father. Eishu, the way, however I am. In any situation that I'm in. As horrible as this situation is, as much quicksand that I'm sucked into, and I can't get out of my, my situation. In every single generation, and in every Medina, in every place we live, and in every family, and no matter what the details are. I'm still paishit yadei la'kadosh baruch hu. And you scream out to Hashem, you say, Rabbi Nishleilam, ani mamin she'atakarayv elai. Even though I'm a dot, dot, dot. Ani mamin, I believe she'atakarayv elai, you are close to me. V'yachal lo'hishi'eni. That's the tefillah of Purim. That's the kolah paishiyad no'isim lo'i. I know that you're close to me, and you can save me. Ho'ishi'eni v'yivashaya. Save me and let me be saved. And therefore, Hashem doesn't make cheshboinus. This is supernatural. It has nothing to do with, did you do as much as you could? How did you get this? Do you deserve this? This and that. All of that other stuff is nish negea. As soon as you reach up to Hashem and say, Hashem, I need you to save me. I know you can do this for me. He's not, we're not talking about him taking responsibility. Of course, a person has to take responsibility also. Obviously, he tried that, and he's in a matzah where he is paralyzed, and he can't save himself. At that point, This should be the tefillah of Purim. I don't know why they don't put it in the um, Megillus Esther. It's me and you, God. You're, you can do this for me. I know that you love me. I know that you're close to me. And I know that you could save me. Nimza. Shi'ikar avoy Purim. 
It comes out that the main avoid of this day of Purim is the Indian of Bitachon, which is security in Hashem. That Hashem will save you. He can and He will. Really, the, 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 the concept, the essence of Bitachon is really is already ingrained in the Shayrish Nishmasai of every Jew. We are really born with that inside ingrained in our neshama of every yid is this concept that we are, mamash we can rely on Hashem. Pure, pure relying on Hashem. But as time goes by, it gets weaker and weaker. We don't feel this. Because we feel that due to life circumstances and Averis and all of that, that Hashem is, you know, fed up. And that's an assignment. The days of Purim are focused, are set up. The purpose is that a Yid should be able to draw the strength, the full strength of this Bitachain for the whole year. To believe that Hashem is going to save you in all of your physical needs. That even if your problem is in Ruchnius, that you're getting battered and you're low, that Hashem will save you. There are times that a person finds, according to Teva, there is no way that he can be helped. Purim is not a time of Teva. Purim is a time of Lamala Minateva. Purim is not about what the natural circumstances and situations dictate. It's about the same thing that happened on the Nesa Purim years ago, where natural circumstances were, you cannot break this Kzera, it's over, it's done, period. Nobody can overturn this. And still, it was overturned. So Purim is about those inyanim that a person feels that apiteva, it's done. Ach Purim hu azman shalamalam in ateva. Mitoich shehudi margish shehushav v'chayzer elavish v'ashamayim. By feeling that I'm returning, going back, reconnecting to Hashem, that draws out the lamalam in ateva salvation for everybody. Kemari shiyayim akipurim hu yayim hispaisu shalakadosh baruch hu Yisrael. Just like Yom Kippur, because every single Yantav has a different, like a different vitamin. We spoke about that. It's a different vitamin, a different injection that it gives us for the whole year. Yom Kippur is the day of forgiveness and connecting, right? It's a day of forgiveness. We're going to talk about, um, you know, what I did wrong, and I'm going to apologize for it, and that's how I'm going to connect, right? Same thing, let's say, in any relationship. You can have a relationship where um, a couple's not getting along, and they go to therapy, and then they talk about their issues, and they forgive each other. Fine. But then they have another way. Sometimes they'll say, just go on vacation, just reconnect, and forget about the past. It doesn't matter. Even though technically my relationship with you is, is, is we still have all those issues, but you can get, you could jump over all those issues based on the power of the relationship. So, And in a certain way, Purim is even greater than Yom Kippur. And that means that you could have a greater reconnection to Hashem. On Yom Kippur, in order to make up with Hashem, you have to grow. You do the Chamisha Inuyim. 
You spend your day fasting. You change who you are. You apologize. Purim, you reconnect from your matzav. You didn't do tshuva yet. You didn't change your ways. But you're feeling that even though I am like that guy in the Shtach of Eletzelem, which is the worst thing in the world, to bow down to a different Avayda uh, Zara, a different power than Hashem. But im kolzeh, I know... Yehudi la'olam enoim menatek me'ashem isbarach. I will never be disconnected, no matter what I do. I will never be separated from Hashem. So va'az ah, what comes out? Hadar kiblu beratzin, kimu ve'kiblu aleim klal Yisrael. As kabbalas ha'toyer beratzin b'dargi yiseira ma'amid arsinai. By ma'amid arsinai, when we accepted the Torah, it was bechina of kafu aleim hakigigoyz. We were a little bit pushed into it. But if I'm on the bottom, low, 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 low. And I realize that Hashem loves me anyway. So then, Hadukiblu Baratz, and I say, that's a, that's a religion I really want to be a part of. Right? This is actually Amor Makarov people. Because people who go ahead and they sin so much, they feel like Hashem threw me away. He's not interested in me anymore. As soon as they realize that, no, we're accepting of you. We want you. You still have Hashivus by us. So then he says, wow. Kimu v'kiblu. I want to. I want to do. I want to get back into this. Hadikiblu beratzin. I want to get back into this. I want to keep Shabbos again. I want a relationship with Hashem. I thought it was only if I'm good. Now I realize it's even if I'm bad. That's someone I do want to have a relationship with. I don't want to have a relationship with anybody that's only on their terms. But if I realize that it's not, then I talk. I want to have the relationship. I might as well get close to Hashem that way. They realized this. Fact of being margish the madrega al yoyna of kirvas Hashem Yisbarach la'amay so when they're bad that is what caused them to be hadar kiblu beratzayin yichab what's going on over here Hashem could have said listen you guys screwed up if you don't do tshuva I'm not interested in you and people think that that's a motivational tool because listen it's Hashem or a parent or a friend or Klai Yisrael or whatever if you if you it, it's terrible to be out of Klai Yisrael so we are closing the door on you unless you behave. Zakhtan Nesiv Shalom. he's bringing out that the reason that we ended up on a higher Madrega, Kimu Kiblu and Hadar Kiblu Baratzayin was not because Hashem said, listen, I'm killing you unless you're going to be good. You're Nishtach that's it, I'm, I'm leaving you. And they did tshuva and they built themselves back and they decided to be strong. No, it came from the fact that Hashem said, you're really? Um, it's Nechtam and Nechtam B'Tabas And even me, myself, I already got sick of you? Guess what? You still believe in me? You still believe that I'm close to you? You still want me? I still want you? And then that's nuclear. Because they felt, not because they got out of the bad madrega. They reached the madrega in the in in messed up. That's what caused them to do the tshuva me'ahava. That's what caused them to be This is the light that comes down every single year. The light of that I'm, no matter what you do, I am still interested in you. I'm still interested in being connected to you. And I'm going to turn over the world for you even though you don't deserve it. That's or the tafket of Purim to work on ourselves like we have different, you know, different different yom tovim. Sometimes the antif is put of yom kippur. I'm going to be like an angel, and and I know that Hashem loves me, and to do tshuva, and Hashem wants me even after the virus I did to come back to Him. That's that's one thing, and it's all different yom tovim. The day of Purim is about the different vitamin, and we have to be shayev, like He says so beautifully, to draw it out for the whole year because it's not just the day of Purim. It's to remember this every single day of the year. We're getting it from this story of Purim that even though I feel mushlach. I feel far away. I feel like I'm the Shtachavel Itzalim. I'm the worst Jew in the world. 
So you think, wow, Hashem's not interested in me and I can't rely on Him. No, I still can fully, fully rely on Him under, no matter what, no matter how bad it is, even though He seems like He closed the door, even though it seems Tabas HaMelech, He already signed off, still, if I believe that it's, He's never going to leave me, and that the Kesher and the words of Anachi Hashem Alekecha is forever and ever and ever, that creates a tremendous upheaval in Shemayim. Hashem saves you with a nuclear power, and then when you feel that you're loved, even though you're not doing anything good, that makes you want to be part of this rela- relationship. It makes you want to be part of being from. And that's the same type of advice that I give parents all the time. I just got a call last week, um, two weeks ago, from somebody who said that he was advised to tell his child that if you can't dress Tznius, then don't come to the Hanukkah party. This was a few months ago. And you're not invited to the Hanukkah party unless you dress Tznius. And he told me, I know that this is the last link of Yiddishkeit, the last connection I am to this person and to his grandchild or whatever. And still, he was told, shut the door. And it doesn't make any sense. You're the last link. You're shutting the door. The whole point is that when you go ahead and you show that we're not, we're not about rejection, we don't know how you got into this terrible matzah, but we're not letting you go. We accept you, and Hashem loves you, and we love you the way that you are. That motivates a person to hug the kiblu and to say, if you still love me when I was so bad, then that's somebody I, I want to get close to. Like a home sweet home kid told his father, he said, Tati, if you're not going to stay with me when I do my Averis, then don't come looking for me when I do my mitzvahs. He's stuck. He's in a terrible matzav. If you're going to dump me when I, when I need you most, you're going to dump me when I'm down, I don't want to have anything to do with you. But when we show them that we are there for him and Hashem is there for them in their lowest of the low of the low, so then they really want to be part of this religion. They want to be part of Hashem. They want to be part of the relationship. You end up with Hadda Kiblu Baratzin that they come back and they do complete shuva, which they do. Shuva Me'ahava changes all the Averis Kaschuyis, and that's the happy ending that we're all hoping for.